Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nina Kimes, Pablo Torre, Jay Adande, Tim Kalashaw. No-no. A combined no-no in Game 4 of the World Series. What? And Philly-Houston tonight. And Philly-Houston tonight. And after tonight, which panelists will be saying undefeated Eagles? Let's go! Like Adam Silver wanted to hear the word I apologize, or in your mind, you said I didn't mean to cause any harm. Were you apologizing, or were you not apologizing? I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made the documentary. Many people that come from generations 60 years ago, 40 years ago, enslaved some of my ancestors still spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, and it's still going on. And you guys are asking me respectfully to speak on something that was a documentary that I had nothing to do with. For the record, you have Again, I'm going to repeat. I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again. I think what people want to hear, though, is just a yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. Kyrie Irving with reporters this afternoon. Yesterday, the released joint statement of Irving, the Nets, and the Anti-Defamation League. Joint donation of $1 million from Irving and the team through the ADL. And I oppose all forms of hatred. Take responsibility. Adam Silver releasing a statement today in light of that response. Kyrie Irving acted reckless to post a link to a film with deeply anti-Semitic material. I'm disappointed he hasn't offered an unqualified apology. I will be meeting with him in the next week. J.A. Adande, where are we now? It's quite a remarkable place, Tony, when it was the attempt to rectify the situation and make amends on Kyrie's behalf through that joint statement with the ADL. That was what prompted Adam Silver to issue a rebuke and to finally weigh in on the Kyrie Irving story that's been ongoing. So when your attempt to make it better makes the commissioner angry and finally causes him to enter the fray, that shows how entirely misguided Kyrie Irving has been. He says he's looked up meanings of words and dictionary, really needs to study Latin, non sequitur, because that's what this has been continuously. Every time he does get in front of the media to attempt to deflect questions to the pain and suffering of black people, which no one here has been denying, no one involved in this conversation has been attempting to disprove. But that's not the issue that's on the table right now. It would be just like if in the wake of the murder of George Floyd, people attempted to shift the conversation to the Holocaust. That was not the time to have this conversation. This is the time to center Jewish people in the wake of what Kanye West said, in the wake of what Kyrie Irving introduced into the NBA ecosystem through that link. And he is not helping things at all. So when you hear Kyrie Irving say, I did not make the documentary, J.A., how do you hear that? I I will say he's not as enlightened as he thinks, but he does have a point that 
I don't see how the NBA can punish him when he didn't say the offensive words. When it's just like you can't hold the social media platforms responsible. That's been ruled on, and, and it's, it's law. You can't hold them responsible for the misguided stuff that's published on the platform. He can't apparently be punished for just introducing words that aren't coming out of his mouth. So that's why we haven't seen any punishment by the Nets or by the NBA. Pablo Torre, you've covered this story for a week on your podcast, The Daily. How did we get here today and where are we? We got here, Tony, after I would say at this point, a number of honestly generous attempts from the public to allow Kyrie Irving the opportunity to apologize. It has been a week and he has not done it. He has not said, I am sorry. He did not say it in the statement. He did not say it in the press conference. It's plural press conferences, and it may be a semantic question to Kyrie, you know, do I have to say I'm sorry when I clearly have more complicated views that people aren't ready to hear? Well, to me, Tony, like this is a decency question. Do you understand why Jewish people feel like you are taking the worst atrocities in their history and minimizing them, trivializing them, let alone potentially endorsing them? To hear his press conference today was to hear somebody who thought this entire story is about him. And it's not. It's about people who heard him, watched him, read him, tweet out a link to a movie that involves Adolf Hitler fake quotes and Holocaust denial. And still, Tony, still he does not seem to take that seriously, which is why it should be punishable to me. You have watched the documentary, Pablo, in your covering of the story for your podcast. Yes. For people to say the documentary, and, and for Kyrie Irving to say, I didn't make the documentary, for people to say the documentary is available on Amazon, for, it's out there, Kyrie did nothing wrong, it, it, these aren't his thoughts, how do you respond? Look, content moderation is a hard question. I'm not going to say that I have the answer that no tech platform has. But I will say that if you're a public figure who prides himself on influence, you have a responsibility to answer for the things that you put out there in front of millions of people. And that is the responsibility that he likes in some cases when convenient and hates in others. And we've seen this, by the way, dating back to the, fl dating back to the flat earth stuff, Tony. It's just that in this case, there are real world harms in the present tense, let alone historically. Mina Kimes, as I bring you in here, the position the NBA finds itself in today. You, you read Adam Silver's release. It was the first time Kyrie Irving's name was mentioned by league office. Please. Well, it took him a week to mention Kyrie's name after you remember the NBA initialed their first statement, which was frankly pathetic and did not name him. Now you've got another statement finally naming him, but not alluding to any form of accountability or punishment for what he did, which was promote hate speech. It was promotion, regardless of what Kyrie Irving says it is. And that, to me, seems to be a distinction he is obsessed with and ignoring. Uh, you know, he keeps emphasizing the fact that he didn't create the movie and even disagrees with certain points in it, some of the Holocaust denialism. But as Pablo said, he used his platform to disseminate those points. Frankly, none of us would know this inane piece of hateful dribble did not exist if not yes. for Kyrie Irving. And that is the definition of promotion. Look, his lack of contrition and frankly, empathy for Jewish people in this regard, that's on him. But I would say uh, the burden of responsibility here also falls on the NBA and the Nets because he clearly recognizes correctly that he won't face accountability for this, at least thus far. Tim Kalashaw, um there are 
multiple conversations going on at once nationally about somebody having to be held accountable for something and whether the words I am sorry are necessary, whether they mean anything if you're not actually sorry, or whether they're just feeding into, right, you need to throw people an apology and they still won't be happy with that. You understand that part of it too, Tim. Where are we today? Yeah, that's part of my concern. There, there are people out there that think the media is going after Kyrie Irving by trying to get him to answer these questions. What the media is actually doing is lobbing up these softballs to swat out of the park. Will you apologize? And time after time, he stays away from truly apologizing. Are you anti-Semitic? And instead of saying, uh, I am not, he comes back with the uh, knowing where I can't be anti-Semitic because I know where I come from, which gets back to one of the points of this book and this film uh, that Pablo and everybody has, everybody has discussed here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, I just think, and I hate, I hate to say we need to ask Kyrie more questions. That's really the last thing I want. But if he's trying to distance himself now, saying some of these points were unfortunate, which they're a lot more than unfortunate, he should at least know that. What did he, what led him to say anything about it? There must be something in it that he likes, he acknowledges, he appreciates, and, and we would li- we'd like to know what that would be. So, Pablo Torre, to bring you back in, it's now a million dollars donation, I guess, to the Anti-Defamation League, all right? Whether there has been the words, I'm sorry, there's the words, I take responsibility from Kyrie Irving. How do you view this today from Adam Silver's perspective, where it seems his release means he wants to hear the words, I'm sorry, whatever that means. Yeah, Tony, this is a test that the NBA has already failed, and this is cleanup. I mean, Adam Silver, more than anything, has been really good at forming alliances with his star players. What he has not been good at is proving that when that is not so easy, do you do the call on behalf of the principles you claim, right? And so this whole thing feels like PR now. And the question for the Nets, as much as this will set Kyrie up to be exactly what I think he secretly or not so secretly wants to be, which is a free speech martyr, right? Even though there are reasons to believe that, gosh, he doesn't really know what he's talking about. I believe that getting rid of him is the is honestly the logical and only sane thing to do with So you believe this meeting with Adam Silver in the next week is going to result in a suspension with no timeline on it attached? If, if Silver doesn't hear what he I wants. I believe that him. that would be, I believe that that is overdue. And that if he does it now, that is an attempt to make up for the fact that it's been a week since, yeah, it was actually. Yeah, hey, you alluded to before the NBA Players Association, you know, and he is, a, he's one of the leading That's members of it yeah. as well, please. Yeah. One thing I want to address, you know, he says he wants to be a beacon of light. You can't enlighten, you can't teach if you're not willing to take questions sincerely and address them sincerely. What type of educator would I be if I didn't answer questions in an honest manner from my students? So until he can do that, and the Nets indicated they didn't think he was capable of when they said, yeah, we're going to keep Kyrie away from the media for a little bit. It hasn't been working out so well. So he needs to be able to address questions on their face and directly answer them before we can take him seriously, even remotely seriously. And Tim Kalashaw. You know, my concern with what Pablo said, a possible meeting with Adam Silver and maybe a suspension, is that certain groups, certain people live to be martyrs these days. And we know from Kyrie's experience last year, uh, he, he is one of them. And they get canceled and they consider that a victory. And nobody should be feeling sorry for Kyrie Irving at any point ever in this story. 
So now we await the meeting between Commissioner Adam Silver and, and Kyrie Irving and the question that was at least uh, posed, whether the NBA Players Association would fight for Kyrie Irving, whether the league can suspend them in any way. And there's a thought maybe, you know, maybe the league doesn't have the strength in the case there, but just doing the right thing in the league's mind might get them somewhere as well. Though this league, and it seems to be a league that espouses progressive beliefs in the last month, Anthony Edwards' release never mentioned homophobia in the release. Kyrie Irving's name, it took a week to get to here last year or, or the last couple of years with the incidents in China as well. We're going to take a break. Thanks for your thoughts on this. Myersel next. Around the Horn is presented by Guinness. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. Yeah, I really don't give a <laughs> no, move on tomorrow. How Kyle Schwarber and the Phillies feel about being no hit. That was his response after the game. But what we saw during the game, I mean, it's just a thing you never even consider. Game four of the World Series, Christian Javier, Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, Ryan Presley doing something that only had been done once before by one person, Don Larson. But even when you consider it's combined, never been done before to even a series and set themselves up for the last three games. Tim, how historic is the history we just witnessed? And is this a major momentum shift back towards the Astros? I think this is about as much history as we're going to see from 98% of today's starting pitchers. There might be a couple out there that could go nine. Javier's a great pitcher. He certainly wasn't going to do that. It's not a momentum changer. Schwarber is right. As inept as the Phillies bats were last night, they played home run derby the night before, so they're fine. No momentum shift. Adonai, how do you see it? 
Hmm. Well, there's the only person on this panel who once worked with someone who covered Don Larson's perfect game. Shout out to Shirley Povich. This wasn't that. They don't deserve okay. to be put in the <laughs> same category. I'm, I'm sorry. Combined? No, we, we didn't talk about the combined complete game shutout the game before by the Philly Patriots. <laughs> uh, but it, it can change. Things change quickly. The Astros went from not scoring a run for 15 innings to suddenly tying the series. Things change quickly. Pablo Torre. Yeah, this is not about, about momentum, Tony. This is about history. And you know that I am the guy who does not think that no-hitter is that impressive because guess what? There have been 13 of them over the last two years. But a combined no-hitter, a no-hitter of any kind in the postseason, not just the World Series, three total times. It's Don Larson, it's Roy Halladay, and now it's these guys. Like, statistically speaking, this actually does earn So now you're impressed. All right. This is a little bit. And is I it am. a momentum shift? I am. No, no, <laughs> come on. Momentum is largely a myth. Uh, Kives. Wow. Is, is the trophy going to say these guys are the plaque in the Hall of Fame? Um, I do think this is historic. I also think it is significant because it has to be incredibly dispiriting for Philadelphia. Their whole thing is smashing fastballs to the moon. So here comes Javier. 75, nearly 75% of his pitches were fastballs, and they weren't even fast. I mean, the average topped out at under 94 miles per hour. They're just incredibly difficult to he hit. He has no hit That's stuff, gotta be. He did it to the Yankees earlier in the year when he it's had amazing. a combined no-hitter, and then his next start against the Angels. No, it's ridiculous. Just, and he's their number he four. Yeah. Can I provide a footnote? Yeah, four, this one over here. Yeah. Can I provide a footnote to what Adande was saying? Shirley Povich, one of the greatest writers of all time, wrote for 80 years in the Washington Post, his son, Maury Povich. So Maury Povich gets to say to Shirley, you are the father. <laughs> Tonight, Verlander and his 0-6 World Series record versus momentum is your next day's bullpen day, uh, the bullpen for the Phillies. Pablo, how worried should Philly be about the bullpen and their last home game? And should maybe Houston be worried about Verlander? Yeah, if I'm Houston, I mean, the level of worry in Houston should be greater than the level of worry in Philly, Tony. Justin Verlander is about to pitch his, the biggest game of his life, and he is the worst pitcher by ERA and one loss record in the history of baseball. Minimum five starts. So I am worried about that guy specifically. Mm, you are. You put credence in that. Mita Kimes, how about you? Uh, I'd be a little bit worried if I was an Astros fan, not because of Verlander's lack of success in the World Series, small sample size, Pablo, but because since coming back from injury, he has not quite been himself. 3.55 ERA. He alluded to mechanical issues in his last start. Could be a problem there. Is eight starts a small sample size in the World Series? I don't know about that, Mina. Tim Kalish, how about you? Limited worries about Verlander. I think he's mostly going to be fine. A lot of worries about Syndergaard, who is no longer a strikeout pitcher. The over and under and the strikeouts for him is a half tonight. See if he gets one. And the Phillies have to go with the bullpen the whole game. Jay Adande. Verlander is due. I refuse to accept the fact that he's going to go over throughout his career in the World <laughs> Series. Just like Clayton Kershaw went from a guy who didn't get it done in October until he did, Verlander will oh, get it. Oh, he's had a great stuff in earlier series in October. He shut down the Yankees every year. Make a pick tonight. Everybody just yell it out. Who you got? Phillies. Houston. I heard. Three Houston and Pablo the one on the Phillies. We'll move on. Tonight. Same time, the Phillies and Astros are playing Game 5 of the World Series. The Eagles go for 8-0 at the Houston Texans. How amazing is this? What are the Philadelphia and Houston fans going to do? On paper, this is a blowout, but short games are wild cards. 
sometimes does Mina. So maybe could tonight be a prom for the Eagles? Or if I can just announce something you told me off air a few weeks ago, because I'm that type of person, you would think Philly could go undefeated this year, or at least we should be having that conversation. Please go ahead. Well, their schedule has been and will be exceptionally easy, obviously, including tonight, Tony. Uh, I think it's more likely not that they will lose a game. If I had to pinpoint that game, it would probably be either Dallas, who I think is very good, or, and this might be surprising, the Titans, because the Titans have the best run defense in the NFL, and Philadelphia quietly has one of the worst. So here comes Derrick Henry to town. Could be a trap uh, Tonight, no sweat. Oh, come on. No. We don't even have to talk about tonight's game. Tim Kalashaw, I think you know the lines always. <laughs> this one's about two touchdowns. Come on. Strange things happen in the NFC, NFC East. Watch out for the Commanders in a couple weeks. I'm serious oh, when I say it. it. Okay, but tonight no problem. Jay Adande, are you beginning to talk about Philly undefeated? For a little while, but I'm with Mina. Titans, December 4th. The Titans, or the Eagles have a middle-of-the-pack run defense, 114 yards per game they're giving up. Not a good recipe. Problem. They get the Giants twice, the team that beat the greatest team ever the last time we heard this, right? I think there's a non-zero chance, Tony, if the ball is still oblong in this sport. Randomness likes the Giants. Tim Kalashaw, Jay Adande, showdown. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Around the Horn is presented by Guinness. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Adande, Kalashaw, good luck in showdown. Gonzaga in exploratory discussions to leave the WCC for the Big 12. J.A., good fit. I think it actually helps the Big 12 more than it helps Gonzaga because Gonzaga's been getting number one seeds despite their softer conference schedule, so the improved strength of schedule won't benefit them that much. But the checks they bring in from their NCAA tournament helps runs, the Big, that's 12, help the Big 12 more. The Big 12 is already the best basketball conference in the nation. Kansas won the last title. Baylor won the one before that. Texas Tech played in the title game before mm-hmm. that. They and, don't need help, but they'll And Gonzaga's been losing moment. those games. But, but just think of it this yeah. way. This is all sports, and Gonzaga doesn't even have a football team. So this is That's volleyball. Like, it's like old Spokane, school. Spokane right? to Morgantown in West Virginia. Long that's a to tough, Morgantown. That's, yeah, that's a tough one. We'll move on. NBA news. Uh, still not great news. James Harden will miss a month for the 76ers. Foot tendon sprain. Team already with Embiid. 
recently and is four and five through nine games. Big problem, little problem, no problem, Tim. It's a little problem. It's not the big problem it would have been two years ago. James Harden isn't that player. It's not no problem because the Sixers aren't that great. J.A.? It slightly helps because maybe uh, Joel Embiid can get back to the higher usage rate. His, it's the lowest it's been in three mm. years. So you can see more of the MVP style Embiid, but will it wear him down for the playoffs? Mm. That's the problem in the long term. Are you interested, though, if, that, if Embiid starts looking like an MVP again, if he comes back while Harden's gone and, and then the usage rate? <laughs> Let's keep an eye on that. Adande, 30 seconds of FaceTime. <laughs> you know who does look like an MVP? Giannis looking better than ever. And that's just part of the wonderful NBA stories that are being overshadowed by, say, the chaos with the Brooklyn Nets. But let's look at the chaos in the standings right now. If the playoffs started today, you'd have Cleveland, Atlanta, Portland, and the Jazz hosting first-round series. The Warriors and the Clippers would be out. We know that's going to change, but for now, enjoy it. There's a lot to like about the NBA. We're only in November. I don't know, Jay. I, I appreciate your optimism. Between the Nets and a story I'm sure we'll be doing later in the week, the Spurs being sued along with Primo for um, exposure allegations from a team doctor. 